Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Yep, yep. So here's the update on what's going on in the Clippers and Nuggets game. The Nuggets have a seven-point lead with 24.8 seconds to go. So barring something crazy happening, which, look, we've seen plenty of that here during this NBA playoffs already, um, it looks like the Nuggets will force a game six, which will happen on Sunday. So there you have it. And that game will be on ABC, by the way, if you want to watch that. Uh, whether whether you're a Clipper or Laker fan, it should be on ABC. And as I mentioned, Kawhi just hit a three, so it's a four-point game. Uh, so still ways to go. We'll keep How you are up you half an hour ahead of me with the game? This doesn't I'm make just, any sense. You need better cable. Oh, That's wait, Kawhi just hit a three. <laughs> All right, let's talk to Mac, the Mac Show, LAFC. Mac joining us here. Mac, thank you so much for stopping by, as always. Uh, let me ask you this. We've been talking about this today, a number of different things, before we even talk uh, football with you. Uh, what is your go-to pizza place since you've lived in Southern California? I know you, you, are, you are a prime athlete who keeps his body in perfect condition, but occasionally you have to eat a slice or two of pizza, I would imagine. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question because I actually had pizza, I think, like two nights ago. Um, you know, I was at home suspended, so I, I was watching the game and I ordered some Domino's. But I think it switches up every now and then. But to be honest, I'm going to have to give it with Domino's right now. I'm sure there's a nice pizzeria somewhere that has real authentic pizza, but I haven't been able to, to find one. All right, let's... Uh... Let's go ahead and talk about the bad stuff first, shall we? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. Right, into it, way. right into it. Yeah. You're not playing well right now as a team. What do you contribute oh. that to? A lot of stuff. It's not just down to one thing. I think, uh, you know, when you look back at our games compared to who we were last year, even before the pandemic, I think we're just missing a little moments where, you know, we're usually sharper. Um, whether that be on the ball in possession, you know, the fluidity of the midfield or the way we attack or the way we actually counterpress. You know, I think also when we don't have the ball, I think we're just a little slow right now. And maybe sometimes 10 guys show up, 11 guys, we, we need 11 guys to show up every game. So I think uh, it's been a tough year for everyone, obviously, no excuses, but they're just little things that we need to be more aware of and start to get back to the way we used to be um, with the team that everyone knew we were. When you got the – you were suspended for this last match against Real Salt Lake because of what happened against the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to get you, like, fined or anything, but did you think you deserved it? Um, No. I've seen a tack tackles like that all the time, and they get yellow cards, you know what I mean? So I understand I did go in with a little bit too much force, um, but it's a big heated match, you know what I mean? A red card changes the game like that, and – uh, I, I actually was really surprised when I saw the red card in the air because I just thought, okay, yeah, I got him late, but, you know, next play, focus on that. So, uh, no, I didn't really think I deserved a red card, but I can see where it is a red card. I can see where it's a yellow. Definitely a card, though. No, it's not a no, no card foul. Okay. How much of the struggles do you contribute to the absence of Carlos? Um, not many, to be honest, because if you look at the way we played in Orlando – we were scoring tons of goals, and, you know, Carlos attributes to a lot of that. So I don't think just because Carlos is out, you know, everything isn't working. I think it's actually the responsibility on the players who are on the field to continue to hold the standard high of what we've set in the previous years and also 
continue to do the little things right. So I think we've messed up on that sense. And with Carlos in or with Carlos out, you know, it, the team isn't clicking right. So we still need to, to, to get back to the basics for sure. Well, you did add some young um, legs to the squad recently, right? Like, you know, there there is that. Not that I'm sitting here trying to tell you you should be worried about developing young guys, but I do think, Correct. you know, when you look at the, the roster, right, like you always want some young talent on the roster. Mm-hmm. And you've got uh, Muhammad and Bryce who, have, who have, are now part of the squad. What do you make of those young men thus far? Yeah, they've, they've got a load of potential, you know. Obviously, that's why they're on the team. It's up to the coaching staff, it's up to the players around them, and it's up to them to be able to unlock it. So, uh, yeah, for them, it was a big moment going into a game uh, like that on Wednesday, and there's definitely some positives, but uh, a lot of things they need to learn from. And that's just part of it. You know, we all remember when we started our career, and it wasn't pretty. And even when you're an older veteran player or an experienced player who's in his middle ages, you still have bad days. So it's just part of understanding that as an athlete, it comes and it goes, and you just got to be really good at dealing with it. What are some of the protocols that you've been informed about now that you guys have entered phase two? So I actually was not on the the recent Zoom call, so I have no clue. All I know is the the next three games that we have. So um, I don't think the protocols would change really drastically from how they are now because, you know, I think for us, especially no fans, I think that has to do with the state deciding. But travel-wise, all that stuff, PPE, all like hotels and things. I think they stay the same. Mark Anthony K, the Mac Show, with us here on Seven Ten ESPN on Sedano and LZ. Uh, all right, now that we've gotten all that stuff out of the way, let's have some fun with you. Now you are Canadian. Did you follow the NFL in Canada at all, or no? I did. Yeah, a little bit. I grew up. Baltimore Ravens was my my team. Just I think I was attracted to them by the, the logo when I was younger playing Madden, and then obviously you follow like the great like Tom Brady, and you know you support a team that's that's doing well. So other than that, not 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 too much. Okay, because we are uh, are one of our producers, Laura. Uh, she is an NFL <laughs> fan, free agent. She doesn't have a team. Yeah. And uh, we were, you know, if you wanted to make a pitch on why maybe your squad, the Baltimore Ravens, should be her team, feel free. We'd love to hear a pitch, even if it's something as simple as what you were attracted to them by when you were young. I, I wouldn't even pitch for the Baltimore Ravens. I would say, you know, right now I, I believe myself an L.A. native, so you've got to pitch for the L.A. Rams. You know? There you go. It's a, it's, a, it's a great team, exciting team. I think, you know, going into a brand-new stadium like that, it's an unbelievable venue. It looks like the... What is it like the Death Star ship from like uh, Star Wars or yes, something like that? Yes. It's unbelievable. So I think why not start with your home team? Why not start with where you're based? I think it's easiest to pick up um, cheering for a team or supporting for a team when it's local. I think it's it's easy to you know invigorate the passion and keep going with it. So yeah, I would say the Rams. You got to choose the Rams. Laura, are you, do you like his pitch? I mean, he is hitting you with the home with the home pitch there. That makes some sense. Man, all these – I can't – I mean, the Rams are on the list, so he's doing a good job. Okay. It is a home team, you so, you know, got to go. put him on the list. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, come on. Uh, you know what? Not the best pitch, but I'm sure the Rams fans out there that are, are listening right now are happy with what I've done. No, we're not. I'm a Rams fan. I heard it. I really want you to try better. <laughs> You got to sell her, man. Get down on one knee and see some Luther Vandross. Get her wanting to <laughs> come am, over. I know. 
Nah, man, you gave us like Bobby Brown's third album. We want something fresh and popping. Why are you knocking Bobby Brown? What's on his third album, George? Week and I'll have a great pitch. All right. Fine, fine. Quick question. Yeah. LZ? Nothing says I'm a lifer like needing a week to sell your team. Hey, listen, Matt. We have a real serious issue happening on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because the NFL teams are all playing, but the culture, if you will, have word that Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight are doing a versus. <laughs> oh, wow. I know. Do you wow. tape the verses or do you tape the games? Well, me personally, I tape the verses for sure. You know what I mean? I don't really need to tape the game. I think it'll always be able to rewatch it. Plus, I have a game of my own on Sunday. But, uh, man, that NFL games come and go. But I don't think this versus, uh, you know, battle will come and go. So I think people got to, you know, choose that one. I would agree with you. Who do you want to see versus? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I don't from, even you're know. You're from Toronto. Do you want to see, like, Celine Dion versus Drake? Celine Dion and Drake would be funny, actually. Celine Dion and Drake. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think they're doing a good job of keeping it uh, random, in a sense, and keeping people on their toes. So I'm not going to tell them what to do. Now, do you constantly bump Drake just because you're like, you got to rep the six, right? Like, is that just it? Yeah, Drake's the man. You know what I mean? I'm not ashamed to say it. Uh, I don't constantly bump him, but when he's on, I definitely turn it up louder than the, the person who was previously on. So you got you, you put Toronto on the map, and I'm appreciative of that. And, you know, you got to rep the, the local guys for sure. Has he, like, picked you guys to win a match or something and, you know, draked it up? <laughs> No, 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 no. We gotta Not get yet. Drake. Hopefully. We gotta get Drake on the Mac bandwagon, and if he, you know, he's gotta, he's gotta know what's up. That you're, you're from Toronto. We gotta make that happen. Uh, yeah, out. man. I think it'll come. It'll come with the right time. You know, I don't want to force anything. So hopefully, <laughs> I take care of my business, and that relationship will come if it comes. Let me ask you this about Toronto. Um, because Toronto, you know, you grew up on Tim Hortons, mm-hmm. which is basically like our version of Dunkin' Donuts, but I, I think mm-hmm. better, perhaps. Um, now, yeah, L.A. is not a, is a great donut city. Uh, how do the donuts in L.A. compare to the Tim Hortons donuts in Toronto? No, the donuts in L.A. are definitely better. Tim Hortons is not, like, really known for their, their donuts. It's more like uh, you can get everything kind of there, wake yourself up. But, no, L.A. has definitely better donuts for sure. All right. What's the determining factor? They're just fattier or like what? Tastier. I, I think bigger, you know? Ooh, yeah, yeah. More filling. Yeah. Yeah. That's a you good know, point. you guys don't mess with portion sizes over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's why we lead the, the world in obesity, I believe, or yeah, something baby. close to it. Uh, yeah. I wasn't drawing any connection to that at all. <laughs> uh, this this America, baby, we ain't up here for your size and things smaller and <laughs> going to bed hungry because it's better for you. what do you miss about toronto is there anything yeah i miss my friends biggest and my family that's the best the best thing about that place um it's actually funny i went to dinner with a friend last night who's from toronto he's like man like we're doing the exact same thing when you're here and when you're not here so don't act like you're you're missing anything out if the city is the same so i think it's just the 
it's just the social interaction with friends I grew up with, and definitely my mom and my brothers. I miss being close to them. That's nice. That's nice. All right, LAFC Portland against the Timbers this Sunday. Uh, I would assume mm-hmm. you'll be back, right? Just a one-game suspension, I hope? Correct. Yeah, yes. one-game suspension. Okay, so there you go. One-game suspension. He's back in the lineup. Uh, Mark Mark Anthony K. joining us here, the Mac Show. LAFC Portland on this station. Uh, on Actually, not on this station this Sunday because we have the Rams game on, so I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can catch the action, of course, um, as well. So thank you so much, Mac. We appreciate it, and thank you for putting up with all our nonsense as well. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Thank you, guys, and uh, enjoy your weekend. All righty, you too. Take care. Get a win All on right, uh, on Sunday. There Thank he is. Thank you. Thank you. Mark Anthony K with us here. All right. Coming up next, you and I, LZ, need mm-hmm. to tackle what's going on with the Dodgers starting pitching. Greg Bergman, Dodger boy. Even he is starting to uh, – kind of nitpick at some of the things that are transpiring there in the starting rotation. We'll get to some of that in a moment. Ooh, come Sedano. on, LZ. Sedano. Yeah. Patty LaBelle, Gladys Knight. Who's going to win the verses on Sunday? I mean, Gladys is the queen, isn't she? You know what? That title floats around with so many different people. The queen of this, the queen of that, the queen mm-hmm. of soul, the queen of hip-hop soul, the queen of rock and roll. So I don't know. Bay is a queen. Some people call Rihanna a queen. There's a lot of queens in this kingdom. <laughs> RuPaul's a queen. Yeah, I guess that's fair. There's queens everywhere. So you're going to go with Gladys? Yeah, I'm going to go with Gladys. How about you? I'm going to go with Patty. I saw Patty LaBelle. There you go. Patty LaBelle sang the ABCs on, on uh, Sesame Street one episode. And I wanted to download the song and play it in my car. So I think if you can hook up ABC, you can hook up almost anything. So I'm going to go with Patty. Okay. There you go. Fair enough. For the culture. Yeah, should be fun. I think a lot of people pick Brandy. The last time I think the Versus was on, when we were on air, it was Monica versus Brandy. Right. We were on the air when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kevin Frazier joined us in the middle of it. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. (laughs) Of Entertainment Tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bergman, what's going on with the Dodgers starting pitching? I saw poor Dustin May got knocked out early in that game, and Tony Gonsolin did what he could on no notice uh, to try to keep them in. But, you know, then he gave up. The, you know, he had that one rough inning. The Dodgers did have their moments, though, to try to win that game. They had the fourth, the sixth, and the eighth. They had runners in scoring position and couldn't capitalize. But wh- what are you making of what's happening here recently with – uh, some of the issues in the starting rotation. Well, Clayton Kershaw, who's usually the the steady hand for this rotation, has been was got hit pretty hard in his last outing, and he said he just couldn't feel any of his pitches. So that was that's a little bit of an issue. Hopefully, he'll be okay. Walker Bueller is back on the IL. He's got a blister uh, that he's dealing with. That this is the second time in like a week that he's been on the IL. So hopefully, right. he comes off for then. Julio Urias has been really shaky, uh, so I'm not sure if I really trust him. I really like Tony Gonsolin, but, I mean, you, you saw what happened to him last night. Right. Not a lot of notice, but he gave up. So uh, the pitching staff has just kind of started to melt a little bit over this last week. Melt I don't seems really... aggressive. Melt seems aggressive. Well, it's oh, and maybe it's a little aggressive, but it's still like – there's injuries that are starting to happen where you're both Walker Bueller, who started off on the on the IL, is now on the IL again, and now Dustin May. We don't know what's even happened with him, who's a big part of this this rotation now. I'm just saying that if your only guy is Clayton Kershaw, you're starting to look a little bit rough. 
Well, it's still early. Yes. Um, ish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many games we got left? Like 10 or something like that? Uh, I think it's like somewhere around 10, 15, 20, somewhere around there. Yeah, I don't think it's 20 because they're like in their 30s and they've lost like 12 games. Oh, well, their magic number is 12. I did see that yesterday. Well, listen, here's the thing. Even though it's a shortened season, an abbreviated season, Sedano's wisdom still rings true. It's just baseball. It is just baseball. And I do believe that this team has shown its dominance. And if the worst thing we can say is that the pitching is hiccuping a little bit and they just lost their third game in five tries, um, yeah, I could say I could see where that might be some concern. But even last night, which was, you know, not Dodger-esque, the score is 5-2. to two. It's not right. like we gave up like 19 runs or something. No, like that. no, absolutely not. No, and it's fine. I mean, it's and it's 15 it's games that are left, by the way. Yeah, well, it, and that's what you got to do with the Dodgers team that's supposed to win everything, right, is to nitpick. It's just the fact that there's so many injuries that are all happening at one time that it's a little bit concerning. I don't think it's going to be a problem when it all when everybody's back, but just for right now, towards the end of the season, especially with the Padres kind of just sneaking up right behind them. Yeah, well, and, and by the way, we've done this with the Lakers, right? Like all season long, we've nitpicked. Right. There have been moments there have been where we're like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell's going on here? And that that's part of it. Like, that's part of sports. Just because you're not riding with them the like in the sense of, like, not criticizing them doesn't mean that, you know, you, you can't find things to criticize. I don't think we're – you know, nitpicking may be the proper uh, way to describe it, but, you know, it, it is concerning when it feels like the entire starting rotation, for the most part, um, is having some semblance of issues here at the same time. Yeah, but put it this way. We got like 15 games left. The hiccup is happening now. Right. Which means when there's three games left, we'll be fully loaded and ready to rock and roll. Well, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully that's the case. Right. Hopefully, if you're talking about from a timing perspective, yeah, I think that that, that might be the case. That might be a good thing if you look at it that way. Uh, by the way, uh, the Clippers lost – uh, the Denver Nuggets won, if you uh, haven't checked it out yet. And, uh, boy, get this, from our own Om Young Masuk, the Nuggets, who come to life whenever they're down 3-1, to one, stun the Clippers in the second half and force a game six. The Clippers fall to 0-6 in their franchise history when it, they, with a chance to clinch a first-ever conference finals berth, according to ESPN stats and info. And I believe it is the second time... Uh, the Clippers are the only team to blow multiple 16-point leads this postseason. It's good to be number one in something. I can't believe Stanley Roberts had led into a Western Conference final. I thought for sure that was going to happen. <laughs> no. 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 Well, that Blake team, you know, with CP and them, they blew that lead to Houston, that 3-1 lead to Houston. So yeah. there's, there's that. And Lloyd Vault's not walking through that door. Yeah. All right. So people are ready to pitch Laura, right? Pitcher, she is a – Free agent NFL fan. We've been having some fun with that today. We also want you to give us your go-to pizza spot. The 101 best pizza joints in America list is out. Only one in L.A., and it's Pizzeria Mozza. Uh, there's one in Melrose and the other one in Newport Beach. Let's go to Dave in San Clemente. What's up, Dave? How you guys doing? How you doing, Laura? I got the perfect team for you, okay? You, you don't like the Raiders. You don't like the Chargers. That's okay. I don't either. You don't want to be a Chiefs fan because you don't want to be a bandwagoner. There's only one team for you to root for, and that's the Denver Broncos. They're the other team in the AFC West. 
So let, let, let's start here. You want to talk about tradition? We have, we've been to eight Super Bowls, okay? We've won three of them, two with John Elway. And the cool part is this. Now, John Elway, John by the Elway, way, John Elway, Granada, High, Granada Hills High School. Good point, John Elway, Granada Hills High School. Also, John Elway now runs the team. He's the general manager, and they won a third Super Bowl with John Elway as the general manager with Peyton Manning as the quarterback, okay? So John Elway can attract the talent. Today, yeah, they're not great, but neither of these other teams that they're throwing at you like, you know, the Rams and the Cardinals and all that. But the Broncos have a very bright young future. They got a very good quarterback up and coming in Drew Locke. They have Jerry Judy, who they just got as their rookie wide receiver. They have a good tight end in Noah Fant. They got Cortland Sutton. Good okay. Wide receiver. Hold on. Hold on they one got... second. Hold on. Because, Laura, you, you, you're, you're the one taking these calls. You got to tell him it's what you just you, said Laura. to me. All, uh, all right. You... Dave, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. That's a no because you just bored me. So we got to go. <laughs> on to the next. Okay. Uh, bye. Bye, Dave. <laughs> Sorry. You bored her. You know, you got a quarter, not border. You know what I mean? So. I was like, bro, too much talking. If you got to talk that much to convince me to do anything, it's not happening. I mean, I tried to I tried to help him. He should have just stopped when I said Granada Hills High School. Exactly. I was like, oh, he's, no, okay. No, he shouldn't have started. Anybody trying to be no Denver Broncos fan? <laughs> <laughs> so when are you going to pick, Laura? When is this happening? I got more picks to go. Yeah, we got, you want to do it before the end of the show? Yeah. Damn, Greg. Well, yeah, I mean, we went through all of this. You got to pick. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick before the end of the show. You got to give somebody <laughs> the rose. You know what I mean? Like, fine, yeah. fine. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Um, I know Manny, Eduardo, Wheelie, there's a bunch of people on the phone uh, that want to pitch Laura. We're going to do that. We're also going to do our NFL picks versus the spread with our power rankings as- attached to it. Um, basically, this is how it works. We have, we're going to pick five games every week. One will include... Uh, or three of them will be Chargers, Raiders, and Rams each and every week. We're going to do it at 640-ish uh, on Fridays. Uh, and unless there's a bye, obviously, then we'll insert another game. But we'll do five games. Three uh, of those games will always be those three teams. So we're going to do that next, and we're going to assign our power ranking to it. Five being the game that we pick against the spread that we are most confident in, in this confidence meter. And one being the team we are least confident in. So we're going to do that next. We'll take more of your calls and some quick thoughts on the Lakers series as the Lakers try to wrap this thing up against Houston. Final thoughts coming up in just three minutes. Yep, yep, yep. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Scott Kaplan coming up in a little bit. We will talk to him during crosstalk in just a few minutes. LZ, we've talked a lot today about Daniel House being uh, booted from the bubble and will not play in the next game against the Lakers in the closeout game, game five. Uh, Well, Daniel House's wife, Mrs. House, not happy. Apparently, she posted this on Instagram, just one of those uh, messages that with the black background and the white letters that says, reap what you sow. So what does that even mean? Uh, means Whitney House is not happy. Or does it mean that she's going to be, you know, in hours with a COVID-19 worker? Maybe. Man. Maybe Ooh. she's going to be, instead of Stellar got her groove back on, Whitney got her groove back on. Man. I feel bad for that house. Feels like it's coming down. Brick oh, brick. dog. I know. That's so terrible. Um you know, it's just like, I mean, all, on all fronts, it's just terrible. I, for her to find out like that and it be so public, oh, good Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts yeah. and prayers. I just yeah. hope it was worth it. Yeah. If anyone has a photo of what the accomplice may have looked like, I would appreciate just sliding that into my DMs. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm just All curious. right. All right. I know. You are just curious. You I, I get it. There's no 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 problem. Uh all right. Let's uh before we get to our NFL picks versus the spread for the week, let's go to Manny, who's the last pitch for Laura before Laura makes her decision. She'll make her decision after our picks versus the spread segment. Manny, pitch our girl Lauda. Hey guys. Um Laura, I'm gonna make it real quick and easy for you. That's never good. Ryan would love to have Laura. So I think you should pick the Lions to be your team. Um, not a lot of people like to be "quote unquote" bag um, bandwagoners, and we haven't even gone to a Super Bowl yet or even won one. So nobody would accuse you of that. We got a good quarterback who's actually really good friends with Clayton Kershaw, so that's cool too. And um, all right, yeah. man, I'm gonna stop you right there. You said quick and easy. That's never ever good yeah. from a man. Bad way to start the conversation. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah. So I'm going to veto. Bye. It depends on the circumstances. No. No. Can everybody be in the bubble for hours with house? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, ain't nobody mad at the hours. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right, Laura. So we'll let you pick here in a second. So the finalists are the Rams the Bengals, the Packers, and the Cardinals, right? Correct. And Greg was already trying to sway you. You can't pick anybody <laughs> red, Laura. That's true. There's a conversation behind no that. Red yeah. Yes. No, no red It's team. her red team, not bad. yours, Raider boy. What does that she mean? knows it too. Okay, so All Greg and I had a, a conversation like a few weeks ago, and I was like, since I was in high, like elementary school, all my colors for schools have been blue. Mm. And him, too. And I was like, oh, UCLA and, like, uh, everything. Except this new school that I'm going to is green. But other than that, everybody has been blue. Okay. So that's why. Well, gotcha. it sounds like there could be one team that could be in that room. Then maybe get mm. that rose at the end right? of this. Uh, but anyway, all right, Laura, if you could find me some NFL music to play here as we do our NFL picks versus the spread. I will explain what we're going to do here. So each and every week, we stole this from Raj in the morning show. I mean, we were both part of the morning show, so yeah, I don't know if Raj is doing this. With, we didn't with... invent picks. No, right. <laughs> but he, he did the confidence meter thing. You know what I mean? Like that, That's there's true. that. Um, and I don't think he's doing it with Max anyway. So there you go. Uh, so here's how it works. We're going to have five games to pick against the spread each and every week. Three of those five games will include the Rams, Chargers, and Raiders, and then we'll pick two additional games. And there is a confidence vote to this. So we will pick against the spread, and the team we are most confident will cover the spread. We will assign the number five. As, and then we, if we get it right, we will get five points. The team we are least confident in, we will assign a one in that pick versus the spread. And if we get that right, you get one point. Uh, so that's how this will roll. Laura, you're going to have to pick two, so be ready. Um, LZ, I'll let you go first. Uh, Rams versus Cowboys is Cowboys are a three-point favorite on the road at SoFi Stadium. Who do you got? Anyone who's ever listened to me on this show doing these type of ideas know good and damn well I never pick against the Rams. Ever. Ever. Rams, that's my five. Okay, Greg Bergman, Rams versus Cowboys. Cowboys are three-point favorites. Where are you going? I'm going the exact opposite of LZ. I'm going Cowboys, taking the three points, five, five on the Cowboys. 
Wow. Uh, Laura, Rams versus Cowboys. Cowboys three-point favorite. Where are you going? Quick tidbit. Greg is ready to take his L like always, but oh I'm going to go God, with the yeah. Rams. <laughs> go with the Rams. Yeah. And what, what number are five, you five, sorry, five, five. Five. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also have the Rams plus three. I love it. Give it a five for me as well. Okay. We so all we all have it as the five. We all have that game as the five. All right. So the next game is the Chargers versus the Bengals. The Chargers are three-point favorites on the road in Cincinnati. LZ Granderson. Where are you going with this one? I'm sticking home. I'm keeping it local. I'm going with my boy, Coach Lynn. They're going to be my four. Ain't no damn way we're going to let a rookie quarterback in Cincinnati with red hair beat us or them <laughs> or whatever. Does he have red hair? Don't they all have red hair? Isn't that a requirement to be a starting quarterback in Cincinnati? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he has red hair like Andy Dalton did, the red rifle, but I think he's blonde, Burrow. Uh, Greg Bergman. Just so you know that I am not biased against the Chargers, I am also taking the Chargers, but I'm wow. only going to give them three points. Okay, so you're taking Chargers minus the three, but you're giving yeah. a three in your confidence meter. That Bangles is big of you, Bergman. I didn't See? think you could be objective, to be honest with you. Uh, Laura, where are you going? Chargers, Bengals. I am going to go with the Bengals four. Wow, the wow. Bengals four. You know why? That's because of that guy. <laughs> Because of the guy who sold you on the Bengals. There you go. There you go. Spiteful old Latina. I see you. Just spiteful. Yeah. Uh, The Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going to take the lay the three points. But that's going to be my two. That's going to be my number two in my confidence meter. Next, we have the Raiders against Carolina. The Raiders are three-point favorites. It started at one and a half. All the money's coming in on the Raiders. They are three-point favorites. At Carolina versus Teddy Bridgewater and McCaffrey and them boys. Uh, LZ Granderson, where are you going? I'm going to go with uh, Carolina. I think the new blood and new attitude is going to be uplifting. I don't believe that the Raiders has any answer at all for Mr. McCaffrey. And uh, Teddy Bridgewater is is a QB who doesn't make a lot of mistakes. You have to earn this win. Okay, so what is the number that we are assigning to it? Hater. Did you say three? I said two. Oh, two. Okay, so that is a two. He's not that much of a hater. He doesn't have that much confidence in it, but he believes it. Uh, Greg Bergman, I feel like I know where we're going. Go ahead. I actually do believe that the Raiders are going to win this. We talked about it early in the show. I'm going to give the Raiders. I thought you were just joking. No, no, no. I don't ever joke. It's always serious. (laughs) Not really. Uh, Raiders, taking three points. Raiders. Number two. I'm taking only putting two on a muscle. Oh, look at that. Not so confident then. Not as a not as a confident as the Chargers. Okay. Okay. But I'm still confident. Wow. Uh, I am taking the Carolina Panthers. I also believe Teddy Bridgewater is going to be really good in this game. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes to LZ's point. They're going to run the ball. Their defense is still good enough. And I think the unknown of Matt Rule. He's a very good offensive coach. The Raiders are not. Uh, a very good defense. They're missing their biggest wide receiver deep uh, down the field threat uh, in Williams. Uh, Ruggs is just a rookie, so I'm not ready just yet to anoint him. So I'm going to take Carolina plus the three at home, home dog, like the home dog, uh, and I'm going to sign that a three on my confidence vote. Next, we have the Saints and the Bucks. The Saints are at home. They are three and a half point favorites over Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. LZ, where are you going? going with Tommy Terrific. Okay. Uh, Drew Brees has a tendency to give you a couple, 
And I think if you give Tom Brady more opportunities to score, he's going to take advantage of it, even though he's missing his big weapon. And that'll be my three. Okay, we don't have crosstalk, so we got to go fast here. Bergman, go. Uh, I'm taking the but the Bucks plus three and a half as well. About one, one point. One point. One point. Laura. I don't even know where you guys are at. I'm sorry. Saints and Bucks. Bucks. Saints and Bucks. I don't even think I have them in here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just pick a side. Saints or Bucks. Saints. Okay. Uh, Seahawks and Falcons. Seahawks two and a half point favorite on the oh. road. LZ quickly. Hawks. One. Bergman. I got the Seahawks with a four. Uh, Laura. Seahawks. I'm going to go Falcons, and that's my four. Give me the two and a half uh, at home. As always, Laura, Greg, great job. Thanks for those who tuned in, called in. We love you. We'll talk to you Monday at four. Have a great weekend.